Hey guys, it's Joella here. I hope you're doing well and I hope you're good. I just want to say a quick thank you to everyone who reached out to me about starting my own podcast and how excited they were. And to those who gave me some suggestions on what to talk about, I'm very thankful for that. And those of you who actually wanted to be in one of my podcasts, which is very exciting. So on today's episode of Uncover the Reality, I'll be talking about how it was for me to grow up in a school that was quite undiverse as a person of colour. So let's talk. Going into nursery, I just spent three years of my life living in Uganda, where my parents are from since I was three months old. And coming from a predominantly black country to the UK was honestly quite exciting and something new. You know, three-year-old me, quite small, (laughs) the world was very big, wanted to explore everything. So it was really exciting and a new experience for me. And at this age, I didn't understand that white and black people were different. Like I knew we had different skin color, but I didn't know we were different, so to say. I was treated the same as everyone else. Everyone was really nice and I got on with them. I had friends. I was smiling, I was happy, and I just went along my life as a normal three-year-old, I guess, and it was the same in reception. I didn't have to worry about friends because everyone was so nice. I don't think it was until year one where I realised that I really wasn't the same as everyone else and that I was different beyond the skin colour and it was something hard for me especially my hair actually Um, I would ask people not to touch it because it was something really hard to maintain and when it was in braids it was fine like at that age five six I didn't really mind people touching my hair because I didn't really know like I just thought people were admiring my hair just wanted to see how it was but when it was in an afro was when I really started to get frustrated when people would touch my hair so my mum would do it in the morning for the day and so that I could maintain it through the day so I would ask people not to touch my hair and they wouldn't listen and would think it was funny running up to me and touching my hair only because I had asked them not to. And, uh, you know, I said, oh, like, it would ruin it. And they would still do it. (laughs) They were quite mean to me, secluding me out of things. Uh, Teachers were not friendly to me at some points you know at five six that was hard I won't lie to you that was hard so moving up in the school 
years four five and six i would still get people asking me to touch my hair um which i guess i considered normal since it had happened from year one but now it was the reoccurring question of oh is that your real hair or um is that fake how long did that take how did you do your braids and it was constant like the questions from everyone was so constant that i got so fed up at one point that i (laughs) taught my best friend how it was done and whenever anyone would ask me i would tell them to go and speak to her and eventually she got so annoyed well not annoyed kind of frustrated that she kept having to ask this question i guess at that point she really understood how frustrating it was for me moving on to secondary school I thought it could be a new chapter in my life, half the year is gone, primary school wasn't great, let's just move on to the next stage where I can make a new identity for myself, right? Wrong. I still felt very different from everyone else, very judged. I started getting people saying that I was scary intimidating and I remember this one girl coming up to me saying oh I find you intimidating and for those of you who know me I'm very nice I would literally drop anything that I have to do and come and help you with anything that you need so for her to say this I was very taken aback and very confused very confused uh bearing in mind i hadn't said five words to this girl it was the start of year seven no one really knew anyone she was a new girl she hadn't come from my primary so she didn't know me at all so how did did she know that i was intimidating you know it was really upsetting to hear that since it wasn't who I was at all. Not only till recently have I understood why she found me intimidating and sadly I found that it was a race thing. Just because I was black people didn't want to talk to me and that I was scary. Coming from primary where I was bullied and secluded to secondary school where people didn't even want to talk to me. It was tough, very tough. Moving up to school, I started to feel more like I was just filling up a diversity quota and that the school didn't really care about me, that I was just a number in the system. This past year in my secondary school there was only seven black people in 
a school of over 700 people. Let that sink in. That's crazy. Why there aren't more black people, I really don't know. But it was better than when I started secondary school, I guess. There were two new black boys by the end of year 11. One who came in year 9 and one who came in year 11. But sadly there were no black girls who I would have been able to relate to more. But it was nice to see people in my year of the same race as me. Just because it made me feel like I wasn't so alone. Why I say the school didn't really care about me is because of a number of reasons, which I won't get into right now. But one of them goes back to my hair. And because when I wore a hint of red in my hair, I was told off. When I wore a hint of purple in my hair, I was told off. And I was confused. And then they said to me, you have to wear natural colors. So I was like, all right, I'll just wear black braids. But then when a white girl dyed her hair purple or red, it was fine. How come it wasn't fine when I wanted a hint of purple in my hair or a hint of red in my hair? It wasn't okay with the school regulations. I find it quite confusing because all they had to do was go buy some dye and then dye their hair. For me, I had to buy the hair I was going to braid with and then pay the person to braid my hair and then pay for products to maintain that hair which is very expensive, much more expensive than just buying dye and dyeing your hair. And at those times, that's the only hair that I had at my house that I didn't have to go out and buy. You know, it's, as I said, it's expensive. So that's the hair that I just used at the time. But then I got told off for it. Let me give you a figure. So, to get the hair, there's about five pounds a pack. This is for my last hair that I got done. And I got six packs, so that's 30 pounds. Then I paid 65 pounds to get it braided. That's 95 pounds. Then I paid 15 pounds worth of products to maintain it. That's a lot of money. Much more than buying dye. And I have to pay that every time that I want my hair done. Which is quite often, because like I said, having my afro out is quite hard to maintain and every morning trying to think of a different hairstyle that takes a long time, which you have to factor into your morning. It's quite hard after a while. So 
having braids is just quick, easy to deal with. I hope that puts it into perspective because I wanted to shed light on that as well. Being black in an undiverse school where the teachers and the students don't understand your culture is hard and tough but it is manageable once you learn how anyways thanks guys thanks for listening and i'll see you in the next episode of uncover the reality